Straight back to the Flintstones now on BBC Two. And it seems Fred's in a wee bit of a rush. <laughs> Going. How are you? How are your bum for love bites? Here we go. Another week. We're actually halfway through this little adventure of radio. We're uh, halfway through our little six month dive into the world. Oh, somebody out running. Oh, and the wee boy behind him with the bike. That's great. Uh, we're live in the gated community for the next hour. Ronnie Barber's fully formed. I am today. Fairly dry weekend. I had a wee drink, a drink on Saturday night, but nothing too much. Didn't go over the top. What about you? Did you do much? Did you do anything exciting? I'm on Facebook. I've just put up on Facebook there. Clothes your mother forced you to wear. Um, and what were the things that you were forced to wear as a child? Oh, I put a tank top. My mum made me wear a paisley. Oh, no, a fair isle, um, fair, fair isle tank top. Fair isle, a fair isle, it's a feral tank top. And I hated it, I hated it. But she said it looked nice on me, and your mum tells you it looks nice. So just put that up on Facebook and I said, what things your mum would force you to wear? Peter Warby immediately on the offensive here. Not that he is offensive, but he was not, not wrong with tank tops. Yes, there is. The jumpers that have been neglected. Alan Brocklebank says, uh, what about a vest? Yeah, you'll you go out with a vest on. You'll wear a vest. Oh, I don't want it. I've got gym today. You'll put a vest on. OK. Uh, Chris Payne says, uh, things that were too big, you'll grow into it. Yes. Especially at the start of the school season, wouldn't it? When you went back to school. I hated that as well. Oh, yeah, you put the, the trousers are a wee bit too big for you on, and then your mum would say, well, that, that you'll grow into it, that's lovely. Uh, don't put it, no, you wear that. And sure enough, by the end of the school term, you were back to, it had one, uh, sort of kicked in. Who's on the uh, text already? Uh... Happy morning, morning. Hiya, Carol. You okay? Nice to speak to you. Uh, on the email, ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. I also put up there uh, shows that, new Strictly shows, that Channel 5 would nick. And I thought, what would it, because Channel 5 are obsessed, aren't they, with crime shows. What's that? There's a lot of, lot of planes today. Um, I wonder why that would be. There's a lot of planes flying around out of Mildenhall. Hmm, I wonder why that would be. Don't worry, Dominic Rab's back, everybody. He was on holiday and uh, he's back. Because of can't, yeah. We'll talk about that later on. But he's back. It's fine. Everybody calm down. Dominic's back in town. Well, that rhymes as well. Uh, what was I saying there? Yeah. Uh, uh, TV shows, strictly TV shows that uh, Channel 5 would nick. And I said, strictly come shoplifting. We follow a group of professional shoplifters. And then we follow up with strictly nicked shoplifters. So we, we find them and, and we nick them. Channel 5 would love that. That's a 10-part series. 20-part, if you see, you know, we get to the next series. Uh, loads of weird stuff in the news today. Uh, you can always get me in touch with me with your weird news as well. Is there anything happening in your world that's uh, vaguely weird? Uh, all right, we better talk about self-isolation. This is my public service broadcasting bit. Um... I'll make sure I can get the right music for this because I've got to do public service because I'm a public service. No, I'm not. Uh, let me just see if we can get some uh, proper music for you. I want you to you know, get the right thing for this. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Self-isolation ends for double-jabbed and under-18s. That's it. That's you, that is. That's you, that is. People in, in England and Northern Ireland who have had two COVID vaccine doses will no longer have to isolate. You no longer have to isolate. You just have to meditate. Because I'm a good singer, aren't I? You'll no longer have to isolate if they come into contact with someone who has tested positive for the virus. Instead of having to quarantine for 10 days, they are now advised to take a PCR test, but this is not compulsory. You must, but you can't, don't. You don't have to, but you must. 
This is the government's guidelines, right? This is the, it's go out to work, but don't go out to work. Wear a mask, but don't wear a mask. Uh, they're also advised to wear a, a face covering in enclosed spaces to limit in contact with others, especially the clinical vulnerable. Now, this is... Uh, uh, if you come in contact, so if you've been pinged, you don't have to self-isolate. The guidance applies to under-18s too. Those under-18s, they think they've got it all their own way. Not anymore. The changes to self-isolation rules, however, have already been implemented in Scotland and Wales. The relaxed rules in Northern Ireland and England are expected to significantly reduce the number of people being compelled to stay at home. But will it reduce the infections? Industries, including car manufacturers and food distributors, complained at the time the number of staff isolating because of pings was disrupting their business. This, then the government exempted that, yeah, and then the census, yeah, and then Health Secretary uh, uh, Savage Javid said uh, Monday's changes to self-isolation guidance are part of a cautious step back towards the normality. Well, let's think about this. Uh, I was watching, uh, what did I see? I watched the football at the weekend. I watched two or three games, full houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all part of a cautious step back to normality thanks to the vaccine rollout. Vaccines are, are, the, what, are what will bring this pandemic to an end. With over, it will never end. The pandemic will, will never lose. COVID will always be around. Then it'll become an endemic, right? So people who are pinged will now be advised to take the free PCR test, PCR test but will not have to self-isolate. And those who test positive or begin to show symptoms, uh, symptoms will be legally required to self-isolate for 10 days. Have you got that? Have you... Has anybody not... Is there any questions? Any questions whatsoever? Have you got any questions for me about self-isolation? Okay, have you, are you happy with that? Have you got... Wait, good. So if you get pinged, you don't have to self-isolate if you've been in contact. But you should take a PCR test, but you don't have to take a PCR test. You all with it? Have you got it? Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Nothing could be vaguer. Nothing could be vaguer than a street in... That's a rhyme. Yeah. 
from the vated. I just said vated instead of gated. What? Eh? Yeah, I know. I do, yeah. Live from the gated community, Ronnie Barber's fully formed on Vague Radio UK. Uh, that was uh, ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, uh, but they're known as ELO, and I think they've got a big future in the world of pop. Hey, it's okay, Dominic Raab is back. Dominic, he's back for his holidays abroad. His anger mounts to some horrific pictures coming out of Afghanistan, more than normal with the Taliban. Uh, God, it's so angering, isn't it? But um, uh, the pictures coming out of the uh, of people trying to go into the planes to escape uh, from uh, Kabul today, and uh, then you know we have sent we have sent soldiers in to get our diplomats out, and some of the people, uh, some of the, hopefully some of the Afghan interpreters who helped us. Uh, but it's okay because Parliament's been recalled now. Okay, right? Yeah, uh, they're having a debate on Wednesday. Yes, this is the government that does things. Uh, uh, yeah, in a couple of days. Right, so we're having, but let's be honest, and let's give him some credit. Boris had a cobra, not the beer. He had the cobra meeting. Uh, I don't know where, how they found the room because he doesn't like the he doesn't go to the many of, but to, to discuss the Afghan crisis. Now, bearing in mind the intelligence they get is not the intelligence we get in the papers. They get different intelligence uh, when they're at the top of the uh, yeah. They get the, oh yeah, they get intelligence. So they had a cobra meeting over the weekend, and it's hit the fan. It's definitely hit the fan. We have come out and everybody thought the Taliban would take ages to take over Afghanistan. No, a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. We'll get there. Yeah, it's no bother to us. Well, we're ready. We've got, we've got weapons. Yeah, we've got all the weapons and everything because, uh, you know, the weapons were left behind. But anyway, reassure yourself that Dominic Raab is back. He is returning from Britain from abroad today. I wonder... Hmm, wonder where he's coming from. He's not having to isolate. Oh, dear God, not that. Um, <laughs> and questions pile, about, pile up about how the UK and US didn't see the Taliban insurgency coming on. They didn't see it. Actually, Biden's up against the walls in this one as well. Reports claim the Foreign Secretary was on holiday before the Taliban advanced into the capital, Kabul, this morning. It came after... Uh-uh. He was slammed by top Tory mm -hmm, and Foreign Affairs Committee uh, Chairman Tom Tugendhat. Tom Tugendhat. 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 Yes, Tugendhat to you as well. Is that how you pronounce it? Huh? Tugendhat. Tugendhat. What? Tugendhat. Tugendhat. Um, who said... We haven't heard from the Foreign Secretary in about a week, despite this being the single, its biggest single policy disaster since Suez. This is authority speaking. This afternoon, Mr. Raab broke his silence, tweeting. God, tweeting. It is critical that the international community is united in telling the Taliban that the violence must end and human rights must be protected. Yeah, tell them that then. Get on the phone and tell the Taliban you've got to look after human. Yo, you yeah, you got to look after women's rights. Yeah, and all the uh, savagery you do as well. All right, that that'll stop you. A strongly worded memo. Uh, Boris Johnson also shared his second Cobra meeting. He had two Cobra meetings in three days, and Parliament will be recalled on Wednesday for five hours to debate it. But furious conservatives, oh oh. I've accused the UK of ditching 20 years of progress after US and allies withdrew a two-decade presence, a military presence in Afghanistan, where 457 British troops died. Just take that on for a second. 457 British troops who fought for freedom in that country, and all of the British soldiers uh, did that. They fought for freedom in Afghanistan. Taliban insurgents have swept through the country and regaining ground they lost in 2001 invasion following the 9-11 attacks and leaving around 6,000 British nationals on the ground in Afghanistan. Reuters reported uh, President Ashraf Ghani had left the country, surprise, surprise, after Taliban fighters entered the ca uh, cap to capital Kabul. The crisis has raised uh, furious questions about why the US and UK did not foresee the speed of collapse or, or more, do more to protect Afghanistan. Former UK ambassador to Afghanistan, Sir Nicholas Cage, hung his head in shame as he watched the dramatic events unfold. In the meantime, over in LBC, uh, the Defence Secretary, Wallace, uh, something Wallace, 
kind of broke down in, um, just slightly broke down when he realised the the ramifications for a lot of people who are going to be left behind. I don't want my defence secretary breaking down. I want you to get stuck in and get these people protected. That ends my rant, everybody. But, you know, it's freedom. It's freedom at a cost. And we bore a lot of the cost with our troops and everything and uh, and the injuries as well, not just the deaths, the injuries. And everybody's asking, was it worth it? When the Taliban just wander in at their heart's content and just do their thing. I'm on uh, Vague Radio. Uh, am I? We're still Vague Radio UK. Ronnie, uh, I'm just holding back, everybody. I'm just furious. I'm just angry at the way this has been dealt with. I'm just furious. We spent 20 years in there and when we just withdrew and we were surprised that the Taliban did what they did. Absolutely disgraceful. Anyway. The water in Mallorca doesn't taste like what it ought to. No, no, no. The water in Mallorca don't taste like what it ought to. The water in Mallorca doesn't taste quite how it should. Mallorca. 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 Oi, Dale, any change of some refreshment in here? Here you are. Get your laughing gear around there. Oh, golly. The water in Majorca. What's that? Don't taste like what it ought to. Oh, gosh. The water in Majorca don't taste like what it ought to. She's cracking. She's only corrected. You're absolutely wrong. Heineken. Refreshes the parts what other beers cannot reach. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. People stopping still. I can't see the faces, only the shadows of their eyes. I'm going while the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going well, the weather suits my clothes. Banking off of the northeast winds. Sailing on summer breeze And skipping over the ocean Like a stone Like a stone Everybody's talking at me Can't hear a word they're saying Only the echoes of my mind I won't let you leave my love behind Summer holidays have gone really quick. Well, maybe you're a parent or not, but they seem to be going really quick. I'm hoping to go to Duxford next week with the, uh, uh, my grandkids and have a day at Duxford. I love Duxford. I love aeroplanes. I can show the kids the planes I used to fly in the RAF. What? Didn't you know? Yeah, I used to be in the RAF. Uh, yeah, in the old days. 
Yeah, I used to used to fly planes. I stopped flying now when I'd, I'd, I'd flown all the RAF planes I had. Yeah, yeah, I just thought, enough's enough. Let somebody else have a go at it. Uh, the top news for me today, um, you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around. Um, it, a woman falsely claiming COVID-19 vaccine makes her magnetic. Amelia Miller, it's Amelia Miller, there's no age here, attempted to show for her newfound powers, but spoiler alert, failed to stick to the landing. As the latest coronavirus surge ravages the country, so most unvaccinated, this is in America, and often most Republican populations, the Republicans are, you know, they don't want to... Mm. Um, continues to spread its false information about COVID, specifically that women... Hang on. That, oh, let's see what this says here. Hang on. Let's just play this. So if it does for you, let me know. You can send ideas, questions, or concerns to me at adrian.witset at wcpo.com. What's that? The news? He was talking about the vaccines making you magnetic. Anyway, specifically, these shots can make people magnetic. <laughs> On Thursday, Dan Bell, a host for Conservative One American News. Mm. Conservative, One America News, yes, yeah, all that. The One America, whenever something goes like that, you know. Interviewed by uh, interviewed Amelia Miller, a woman who claims she became a human magnet after getting the Pfizer vaccine. Miller, whom uh, Belt Ball uh, introduces a pre-law and political science graduate in Northern California, she's got the, I got the Pfizer vaccine in June after coming down with COVID last December. She said that this past Sunday, she started to feel extremely strong, metallic taste in her mouth. And remember previous stories of people who claim to have suddenly become magnetic. This needs music. Hang on, so we can get some music for this. <clears throat> so we can get some decent music. Right. I didn't believe it. Miller admitted, I thought all those videos were hoaxes. People are doing it, like you said, for social media fame. However, she claims that she was able to stick different types of metal to her skin and within minutes had that really strange and strong metallic taste in my mouth. Miller attempted to demonstrate her magnetism while one piece of metal did stick, the other one fell off. Ball watched Miller's failure to, uh, to in gymnastic, gymnastic terms, stick the landing and admitted not knowing how to react. I'm speechless. I'm going to interview, interview right there and say thank you for telling your story because it gets more information out there. People asking questions about the legitimacy of this shot and how well does it work. What if we get... You want to, let's see if I can get this interview to play. Let's, let's see if I can get this to go. Hang on. Yeah. COVID and the vaccine. Right. Because I know a lot of you folks out there have questions. So do I. A real America tell guy. Me because I have the antibodies, the natural immunity now that I had the virus, the vaccine is probably most likely not for me. And I want to remain having that choice no, not you, to take it. He wants a choice. And He's in America. Take it, that should be your choice. Yeah, too true. So there is a story out there, though, that's been... It's not your choice, so you're trying to protect somebody else, mate. That's the... Some of the videos. Because I'm like, is this really true or not? Right. I, I don't know. Have you heard about it? I think it's on TikTok. I'm not a big TikTok. Oh, TikTok's a big source of challenge. facts, mate. Yeah. And literally thousands upon thousands of people around the world have been trying to do it, saying that if they've been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine, yes. that where they got the shot in the arm, yeah. it now has become magnetic. Yes! And again, I say this with kind of a smile on my face because I still don't know what to believe. <laughs> Here's some of the headlines. There's a lot of them out there, from the Miami Herald, BBC, Reuters, USA Today, all debunking it, saying that these... Uh, social media folks that are putting it on are lying. It's fake. There's nothing. There's no metal. There's no microchip. It's all conspiracy theories. There's no way fake my decision would make your arm magnetic. Six to my neck too. So okay. all the mainstream says there's no way. Okay. Right. So I don't know what to believe because you hear me say all the time, I don't believe and listen to the mainstream media because they lie to us a lot or oh. they spew a narrative. Yeah, they spew a narrative. So we here at Real America wanted to do some research. We started looking at different videos out there. And then... Someone that watches the show reached out to me and it's wanted us to watch their videos. Oh, wow. So women sticking metal into Sticks more metal onto her arm. Where the job was, everybody. She had it in the right arm. And it gravitates specifically to this area. 
And the, it just hangs there. The metal gravitates. It just, and I feel it pulsating in my arm. Oh, it, all right. Now, the young woman in that video and in other videos we were showing before. <laughs> I've got to stay with this, folks. Firmly believe the shot made them magnetic. Whether people are faking this uh, to get fame, well, popularity, likes, whatever. Whether people are faking this or not. It's not news and it's not fact. I believe in conspiracy theories, but I do believe in government cover-ups. <laughs> so the woman in that video joins us now. Oh, she Amelia joins us. Miller lives in Northern California. It's Amelia, everybody. Political science graduate. So you're an intelligent person, Amelia. I spoke to you on the phone last night for a while. Yeah. Uh, you sounded very, very convincing. Yeah. So I wanted to have you on the program to talk about it and show your videos while we're talking um, and find out what's going on. What's going because on, Amelia? A lot of people say, this is fake, this is phony. Yeah. So back up and tell me a little bit of your COVID story. You got COVID, but then still got the shot. Walk me through the last six months, eight months. Got it. Hi, Dan. Thank you for having sure. me on. Uh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, the past six months, I unfortunately contracted COVID December 28th. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad, love. There, my health declined rapidly. I was... Um, sick for 41 Okay. Um, here's what I've got to say as a public thingy. Uh, that's a load of bollocks, okay? That is, uh, it doesn't make you magnetic, right? And if you are a conspiracist, this is, come back and talk to me about it. Um, uh, the lovely Carol says about the, uh, the Afghan. Uh, Ronnie, uh, our troops are coming out of Afghanistan. I feel 20 years is more than long enough. I feel now the Afghans have to sort it out. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, there is that, but the people were committed. Uh, on my, uh, I'm on the Facebook, um, things that your parents got, or your mum made you wear, a shell suit. <laughs> oh, the Pack-A-Mac as well. Nice one, Colin. Colin Nelson's Pack-A-Mac. Uh, oh, Lawrence Lewis is uh, cutting the grass. Nice. Um, the Pack-A-Mac. Things your parents uh, force you to wear, your mum forced you to wear. Because you look good in it. Uh, 07 849 453 uh, morning to uh, everybody. Oh, yeah, and we should do a, a daily bollocks warning, shouldn't we? I just say that that's pilot. Oh, dear. It made my arm magnetic. Anything else? Oh, I've still got to talk about the uh, man that re <clears throat> the soldier that rediscovered um, his or refound or met up again with his snake, his python from his army days. Very interesting story. Do not go. Uh, naked Scottish people uh, want to wander around Scotland naked as part of a well, uh, pilgrimage. Um, yeah, Scotsman's short reunion with Python after 35 years. What else have we got? Uh, oh, oh, Prince Andrews. Yeah, we've got to do some Prince Andrew news. Uh, he could claim diplomatic immunity, immunity against Virginia Roberts' sex abuse lawsuit. I've got an idea. You know that American uh, alleged spy that allegedly uh, um, killed the uh, the boy, the, the Northampton boy? Um, why don't we trying to get her to come here? Why don't we do a swap? Give them Andrew, and we'll have her back here, so she can have a trial over here, and then Andrew can have a fair trial over America. What do you think? What well, anything else I've got to talk about today? Uh, oh yeah, we'll have a look at what the Express, the Daily Express, folks, has just. It's just become a, a cartoon comic. So we're going to look at some of the weird stories the Daily Express have done as well. Did anybody stay up, by the way? I'll play a song. Um, but everybody, anybody stay up uh, or watch that GB uh, returning athletes thing that was on last night? Did anybody see it? As soon as I see a celebratory concert thing. Feeling sexy and free. Cheery by. Like on me. Have you ever met a python, Jesse? Confused. Every second 
Radio UK, Ronnie Barber on Philly Forum, live from the gated community. Our little radio experiment, which I've realised is halfway through. We're over three months old now, uh, so uh, and we're finishing just before Christmas, uh, the end of the uh, thingy, so I've just been kind of thinking about how we've done. We've done all right. It's It's been up and down. There's a lot of admin involved, uh, which I didn't expect, but it's been good fun. Prince Andrew's lawyers could try to claim diplomatic immunity, immunity, uh, immunity against Virginia Roberts' sex abuse lawsuit. And friends say the relaxed and cheerful royal will remain silent about the case. Okay. So uh, this is from the uh, Daily uh, the Daily Mail. Uh, yeah, well, so it's got to be true. Prince Andrew's lawyers may try to get sexual abuse allegations made against him by a sex slave victim of Jeffrey Epstein thrown out of court by claiming he had diplomatic immunity. As friends say, the royal is cheerful and relaxed over the bombshell case and will remain silent. So this is somebody else who's making a claim. The Duke of York, who's currently at Balmoral, visiting his mother, the Queen, with his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson. Charles is not happy with that. Sarah Ferguson. She's on it. She, yeah, she, Oh, yes, Andrew's lovely. He wouldn't, would he? <clears throat> uh, has no intention, the Duke of York has no intention of changing course and is not panicking about Virginia Guafri's uh, extraordinary lawsuit. That's the other one as well. Launched in New York last week, a friend in London said. US lawyer Spencer Coven who represents several of the convicted pedophile uh, financiers Epstein victims, suggested that Andrew's legal team may claim the Duke, who was made a trade envoy in 2001 when Ms. Guifrey uh, claims she raped and sexually abused her, had diplomatic immunity. Now, I'm no great um, diplomatic kind of, you know, I'm no expert on that, but I'm not sure rape is under the thing. You know? I think it's parking offences you can get away with. But I don't think rape, rape or sexual abuse comes under the auspices of diplomatic immunity. Just a thought. I may be proven wrong, but I'm a funny feeling it's true. Uh, Miss Guafri's uh, lawyers have huge barriers to overcome to get her lawsuit anywhere near a jury. If the Duke engaged in this case at all, his legal team would be undoubtedly file a motion to dismiss the complaint on numerous different grounds. For sure, they would argue diplomatic immunity. They would have a strong case. They would have a strong case. A friend, now, we've got to remember, this is all alleged. Everybody got that? Every, put Write down alleged. Now, A-L-L-E-G-E-D. Remember, it's alleged. Everybody write that. Okay, I don't want anybody to be... Yeah, it's all alleged. Andrew's lawyers are reportedly frantically trying to avoid the case of going to trial in the US over fears the jurors may side with the alleged victim of sexual abuse over him in the Me Too era. While the 61-year-old has firmly denied the claims, those inside the palace believe there could be credibility problems with his version of the events. Let's have a look at that. Um, I can't sweat. I can't. I can't sweat. I've lost the ability. I can't, no. I can wear a shirt for three days in a row and... Probably a week, because I don't sweat. I can't sweat. I was in the Falklands and I'd, I'd, it stopped me sweating. And I was at um, Pizza Hut. In the legal claim, lawyers said Epstein, uh, Jessalyn Maxwell and Jelena and the prince had all forced Miss Roberts to have sex with Andrew against her will after she was trafficked to London in 2001. They alleged two other such incidents also took place in Epstein's mansion in New York and his private... Lewis is uh, strumming. A wee bit of strumming there. Um, the alleged two other incidents also took place at Epstein's mansion in New York and his private island in the US Virgin Islands. Mm. Little St. James, that's the name of the island. But uh, 
Uh, by the way, the uh, the famous, infamous interview that uh, Andrew did with uh, Emily Maitlis is up on the BBC iPlayer. I suggest you go and look at it. Just If you haven't seen it, just go. Oh, it's Pizza Express he went to in Woking. In the car crash Newsnight interview 2019, the prince denied any untoward activity and claimed he was on a Pizza Express in Woking. Not in the capital at the time. Because he likes that one. And the one in Woking's good. And there's a life, nice people there. He claims to have no recollection of ever meeting Miss Guifrey, and despite a widely shared photo of them posing together. Friends have questioned the picture's authenticity, but no evidence has emerged proving that it is a fake. Fake. <clears throat> Last week, the mail also revealed that Prince Andrew was facing renewed sex claims in a New York court. Anyway, he was out riding uh, with his horse. Um, and he's quite relaxed about it. Oh, he's quite relaxed. Thank God he is relaxed, because... If you're not relaxed and you can't sweat, he can't sweat. How's he going to cope out and about running, riding the horse? Because I think they'll be sweaty. I bet the horse has wondered, how's he not sweating? Because I'm sweating, I'm running around here after him. Um, What about the... What about this one? No, I'll do the Scottish nudist company thingy. Scotsman's shock reunion with Python after 33 years. Now, if that is not... One of those, uh, what do you call it when in, when you leave it? Oh, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's a cliff. Coming up, shock, what? Shock, Scotsman's shock reunion. I don't know why I'm shouting, by the way. Coming up. Coming up. Shock, Scotsman's shock reunion with Python after 33 years at M&D's theme park enclosure. That's coming up. Coming up. What are you supposed to do? When chocolate says hot, but the label says not. When grease says hot, but the label says not. Show me a powder that can get this clean at that temperature. Aerial Automatic. Aerial Automatic? Yes, Aerial Automatic gives you outstanding cleaning even at lower temperatures where other powders can let you down. See how Aerial lifts out dirt and stains non-biological powders leave behind even close up. Look, the chocolate said hot, the label said not. But Aerial got it clean. The grease said hot, the label said not. But Aerial got it clean. When dirt says hot, but the label says not, <laughs> Aerial gets it clean. In the right 
on Vague Radio UK just in case you think this is pre-recorded 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 uh, cruel to be kind but in the right measure uh, Scotsman's short reunion with Python after 33 year, uh, 35 years at M&D's which is a theme park in Scotland M&D's is Scotland's theme park it says here he's originally from East Kilbride oh aye new town East Kilbride aye new town East Kilbride aye aye uh, he couldn't believe his eyes when he's reunited with his python after 33 years at Scotland's theme park, M&D's. I don't know who M&D is. I don't know, you know, Mickey and whatever. Lee, Les Bishop, originally from East Coast Bride, uh, was visiting the attraction with his family on holiday and he came to face-to-face with the snake he'd last seen while in the RAF. The former RAF policeman instantly recognised the reptile named Eric, who's... <laughs> Why do <are> people named? <laughs> do you think dogs and everything? Do you think you know they've got really rubbish names from their owners? What are you called? Cedric. I'd hate it. He shouts it for me as well when I go for a wee Cedric. The RAF policeman instantly recognised a reptile named Eric, who was the 14th Squadron's mascot, RAF Bruggen, in Germany, where it served, where he served in 1986. As Les was looking around the animals and reptiles in the Motherwell theme park's Amazonia, he was left in disbelief when he spotted Eric the Legend. Eric is a Burmese python snake, served as a mascot for the RAF's 14 squadron for 25 years. Yeah, squadron thingies are all a bit weird. He was kept in the glass cabinet in the wing commander's office, but in order case he was left out. Les, who now lives in Grimsby, he's living in Grimsby. I've never been to Grimsby. What's Grimsby famous for fish? Les, who now lives in Grimsby, posted a note on Facebook to his former colleagues in Bruggen to let them know of the chance encounter. He said, it's great to see that after all these years, Eric is still with us and being cared for after retiring from his military service. We had a python serving in the military. There's been lots of comments on Facebook about it, but it brought back great times of memory, fun times with colleagues who came face to face with Eric the legend. So if you went to Bruggen, there's a good chance you might wake up with a python next to you. As far from all accounts, the 14th Squadron has had a python as its mascot for as far back as 1961. The original snake called Fred died in 1963. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 what? What? Wait a minute here. So the original snake died in 1963, so this was a new one then. In 1985, a tiger python was posted to the squad and called Eric. Full name, Eric Courtney Alvrovandi. This is the name for it. you think the RAF would have something else to do. However, his tenure was short and he, uh, and he lived and he left after three months. In March 1986, his successor and Eric, current Eric, a Burmese python, arrived as flight lieutenant Alv- Alvrovandi. So it's three different states. So how the hell does he know that that's the same snake. How did, how can he tell that one? New Scottish nudist, this is from, old, uh, from the Daily Record. Scottish nudist comp- uh, couple embark on 220-mile uh, wedding tr- um, pilgrimage across Scotland. Silky Mews, 30, and Kieran Shannon, 28, won't need much in the way of clothes during the adventure from Girvan. I love Girvan. You know, Girvan Stranraer, lovely. South Ayrshire to the Isle of Skye. They're going to walk naked. They're only taking their boots with them. Sturdy boots, sturdy boots, aye. The pair who work as models and dancers spend a lot of time travelling, getting naked and taking pictures of themselves to post on their 4,000 Instagram followers. They decided to embark on their epic naked trek 
It's far, see, the thing is, we've talked, have we not, listeners, about midges in Scotland. Now, the midges are just going to have a look at these two, and I've got to say, they are attractive, they're both of them. Yeah, some might even say hot, him as well. But they, they're going to come up against the midges, and they're just going to see that like a buffet. The two of them wander around naked. Just going, hey, you know there's a buffet. You know what birds are like when you put bread on the grass? They're in there. That's what's going to happen. with you. We're currently doing the West Highland Way, and then we'll walk and camp west through Glenfinnan and Malig to get the boat to skies. We thought it was a little more romantic. It's pretty credible for us. Walking on average seven hours a day with 20 kilograms and 16 kilogram backpack is pretty good stuff. It's definitely harder than we thought it would. I bet it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet it was harder. Anyway, the, uh, the, 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 we aren't strangers to living out of the backpack. So they're going to spend just walking across na Scotland naked. Now, you see, if I did that down Ely High Street, I think I would be arrested, and quite rightly so, even though I'm a hot bod. Even though, yeah, even though I'm a good-looking guy, I would quite rightly should be arrested for walking naked down Ely High Street, especially in the shadow of the cathedral. I don't think God would like that. Right, we'll have a quick news uh, look at the uh, what the uh, rubbish the Daily Express is talking about today, and then we're done, everybody. Then we are done. <laughs> Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale?
Big Radio UK. Um, you can go to the Anchor FM uh, website as well, and you can hear all the shows. Why you'd want to hear this again, I have no idea. Seriously, and a lot of people listen back. I don't know why. I'm Ronnie Barber, and you're not, and uh, we're live from the Gated Community, at the only radio station, Vague Radio UK, that celebrates life in the Gated Community communities. Uh, so hello to other uh, Gated Communities around the world who are waking up this morning to the gates being locked and nobody can get in. So don't worry, uh, that's, that's the nature of the Gated Community. So it's just part and parcel of being lucky enough to live in a Gated Community. Gated Communities... You can't get out and no one can get in. That's security. A uh, quick look at some of the weird stories uh, that uh, the Express do uh, think this news. How to keep uh, to clean your pearls, the gentle method that keeps pearl necklaces clean. Now, I've had several emails about this. Several people say, Ronnie, can we do something about uh, keeping jewellery clean and everything? Can we do something like that? And I said, yeah, of course. So the Express have come up with this one. How to clean pearls, the gentle method that keeps pearl necklaces clean. Pearl jewellery is among the most luxurious out there and many people own family heirlooms. Are you got any pearls, pearl? Pearl, you got any pearls? Are they dirty? I'll get them cleaned. Uh, C-shaped crystal inlays, that's your pearls then. How to get them on? Um, so, uh, pearl jewellery is among the most expensive, right? Uh, after a long bit, they need a spot of clean, yeah. And expressuk.co.uk is on hand with the best message. Thank you, expressuk.co.uk. All right, so what do, how do, um, right, how, how do you clean, any cleaner for, yeah, you've got to follow a gentle, specific process to keep the luster. You don't want to lose your luster. I lost my luster a long, long time ago. <laughs> Uh, pearls survive well when worn against naked skin as human oils uh, give them a natural buff oh your human oils gets your oh I, I put that one down a natural buff that's today's uh, slogan a natural buff okay okay right so how uh, it's leather specifically chamois chamois uh, can also well suited for cleaning pearls oh, uh, where brief wipe fails, uh, people want to add some water and things. Cleaners will need to be added to fill a basin with warm water and add pure soap. People should use cotton cloth soap in a mix to clean your pearls individually. For God's sake. I thought it was going to be some miracle cure. I thought it was going to be something that we could actually go and get it sorted. But jurors don't advise dunking the whole world, uh, whole pearl-clad item inside, as doing so would damage the surrounding material. The aim is to stay gentle here, as well as given the as well given the fragile nature of the knacker. So knacker or nacre? N a c r e? I'm probably nacre. <laughs> you pearls get knackers. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, when each pearl's clean, wipe them a second time with more damp cotton and remove the soap. That's all we've got time for on Ronnie Does Pearls. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, it's ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. If you want to make suggestions, you can do, and I'll completely ignore them. That's just the way I'm wired. It's just a unique way. We are funded. Hey, have a good day. Wear a mask if you can. Stay safe. Lots of love. And I hope you get a love bite on your bum today. 